What's up, y'all? It's Champion from Country Club Outlaw, and you're listening to the Country Club Outlaw podcast on Spotify. So, the other day I was doing a little research. Ultimately, I was trying to find out if I had a footprint on Google yet, for my own vanity, of course. But I stumbled across a few things that really piqued my interest. And I just want to share this with you guys. As you all know, or maybe don't know, Outlaw Country Music is one of my favorite genres. Artists like Jerry Jeff Walker, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson, the list goes on and on. And they've been artists that I admire. I guess Willie Nelson was right. My heroes have always been cowboys. These guys are the inspiration behind Country Club Outlaw. And I thank them for that. But, so while I was doing some research, some digging, I guess, I found out that Jerry Jeff Walker grew up caddying and playing golf in Oneonta, New York, which isn't too far from where I grew up. And, and yeah, a North, Northeast boy. Sounds like a Texan, but he's a Northeast boy. But, so when he worked as, as a caddy during the summers, he and the other caddies, when they finished their last loop, would head right to the first tee and try and get as many holes as they could before it got dark. They'd normally get about 17 and maybe try and play the 18th hole in the dark. But, that's a major outlaw move right there, if I had to say so myself. Something me and the other outlaws pride ourselves on. Jerry Jeff was quoted saying, I like to play golf late in the evening in the summer. It takes me back to that time. I like golf courses empty and the long shadows. There's solitude. So, one of the original outlaws shares a sense about this game of golf that the rest of us current outlaws tend to enjoy. He did say his favorite course was Pine Valley, the course I would give my only working kidney to play. But, rest in peace, he did pass away three years ago. I wish I could have an interview with him. That would be amazing, but unfortunately, RIP. After reading that, it piqued my interest even more, and I wonder how many more of the members of the original outlaw country music movement played golf or enjoyed golf, and I found out that Willie Nelson owns a nine-hole golf course just outside of Austin, Texas, or as he says, eight songs away from Austin, Texas. This course is called the Perdinales Country Club. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, but it's better well known as the Willie Nelson Cut and Putt. So I'm adding this to the list of golf courses on my bucket list, but upon further looking, I found they have some interesting rules, and I just wanted to read some of these that I find pretty funny. Excessive displays of affection are discouraged. Violators must replace divots and will be penalized five shots. Replace divots, smooth footprints in bunkers, brush back trail with branches, park car under brush, and have the office tell your spouse you're in a conference. No more than 12 people in your foursome. Gambling is forbidden, of course, unless you're stuck and you need legal deduction for charitable or educational expenses. And so then after all the rules... They have. They have about 12 or 13. You guys can look them up yourself. But they do have some information on the course. It's bring your own caddies, beer, etc. Coolers are allowed. Sorry, we don't have beer carts driven by sweet young college girls. But hey, we've got everything else. And then they go on all information about the course. The course was designed and built by Frank Howard in 1968 and purchased by Willie Nelson in 1979. The clubhouse became Willie's operating recording studio that attracts recording artists from all around. This legend has it that he used to record, and while they're editing it and putting it together, he'd go out and play nine holes. Then they said the adjacent condos and houses around the course are home to a lot of Willie's family, friends, staff, and roadies. None of the neighbors will get too mad when you slice their ball into the yard, but just remember, the ball is off limits. And I think their slogan is pretty funny. If you got the money, honey, we've got the tea time. So check out their website at cuttandputt.com. They aren't paying me for this promotion, but I'm definitely willing to give this place a try. And without further ado, 
Here's this week's episode of the Country Club Outlaw Podcast. Live from Wakona Country Club in yet another makeshift studio, let's get this outlaw bit started. Our guest today embodies all the good that Country Club Outlaw tries to be. Winner of the Berkshire Classic, the pride and joy of Dalton, Massachusetts, Timmy, TK47, Kaylee. Thanks for skipping detention and coming in today. Yeah, How you doing? Anytime, anytime. Doing pretty good. So, how's the offseason going? It's good. I mean, I've been practicing a lot in the simulator, um, working out a lot. Just built a gym in my basement, so I'm kind of grinding the day after states, just nonstop. Anything in specific you're working on? Um, I'm working on a lot of flexibility. Um, majority of that, I'm trying to just get stronger altogether, stuff like that. What would you say the best asset of your game is? Um, I would have to say my long irons are actually pretty good. So yeah. like I hit those well. Like what yardage? Like, like I don't know, like 210 to like 170, 210, around there. Pretty good. So, sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. You had a pretty good fall season yeah. this past year. Yeah. Qualified for states. Mm-hmm. Won the Berkshire Classic. What's what's on your mind going into your junior season? I mean, you have two years of high school golf left. What's yeah. the goals for next year? Um, Anything? Definitely to be number one on Wakona because it's a battle, me and Pat. And um, definitely to win the Classic again and probably win Western. And then top five in states would be pretty cool. Those some pretty good goals. Yeah. So you have any tournaments lined up for the summer? Stay competitive? or? Um, I'm going to. I haven't really got into that yet, but I'm definitely going to sign up for, like, a lot of them. So you won the Berkshire Classic at Stockbridge Golf Club in mm-hmm. Stockbridge, Massachusetts, yeah. on your 16th birthday. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Uh, it was it was crazy. I mean, I definitely wasn't, like, expecting it. I was kind of just going out to – have fun, you know, play 18 holes, kind of like a practice round for uh, Western. And, I mean, like my first drive of the first tee, I sliced it. It was probably about a couple of yards away from going OB. So I was like, okay, this might be a long day. Made par on the first hole. And then, yeah, my front nine, I shot like a 40. And I had to take like an unplayable. I had a couple of doubles, and I'm like, all right, we just got to kind of grind it out here. And then uh, I almost had a hole-in-one on the 11th hole, short part three, and that kind of turned it around. So I had a birdie there. So, And then I think I heard you birdied the 18th to yeah. win by one. Yeah, so, well, I want to say first, I had 10 putts on the back nine to shoot even. And, yeah, so we're on 17, and I, people are, like, talking and stuff, and they're like, oh, Oh, best score right now, 76. And I'm like, all right, I'm five over right now with two to play. I'm like, all right, I just got to par par here just to force a playoff. So 17 and 18 at Stockridge. I don't know if you you played Stockridge, yeah, right? I played Stockridge. Yeah, it, They're not easy holes no. at all. 17's a massive dog leg. Mm-hmm. And then 18's kind of a dog leg with yeah. hazard and out of bounds, right? Yeah, so I missed the green on 17. And I chipped up. I almost chipped in. It was like two inches. I'm like, okay, sweet. And then, so we're going up to 18. I'm like, all right, we just got to 
put something together here. So I played in a tournament a couple weeks before that at Stockbridge, and I sliced it OB on 18. So I was, like, aiming way out left just to stay away from the OB. And then I had, like, 190 yards, and and I hit a 6-iron. I'm like, okay, if I can just get this on the green and two-putt, go to a playoff. And I, like, it was the best shot I hit all day. I wasn't, like, hitting the ball that great. And it just felt good. It was, like, a nice high cut. And all I could hear was Steve Peltier behind me. Oh, sit, sit. I'm like, there's no way. Is this thing going to fly the green if he's saying this? And it landed, like, um, I think it landed, like, two feet away and then rolled to, like, 12 feet above the pin. And then I made the putt, which is which is sweet. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, for anyone that doesn't know Tim, he lives in Breeze Golf. He, Let's go back, though, to how you got your start in golf. When did you start playing? When did you start um, really taking interest to it? So, my dad golfs a ton. And I got, I don't even really remember. It was, like, before I could remember anything. So, I was probably out on the golf course when I was two or three, just going around and hitting it around and stuff. I didn't really start really taking it seriously and really trying to get better until, like, my seventh grade year when I first uh, got on the golf team. So, yeah, I've been playing for a while. So, do you do anything besides golf? Like, do you have a social life at all? Do you... No. Uh, yes, <laughs> I, you I do. live at the golf course, yeah. basically, yeah. all summer long. <laughs> yeah, I do I do have a social life. Uh, me and my friends, we like to, like, make mountain bike trails in the woods and stuff. And Yeah, but majority of my life is living at Wakona Country Club. <laughs> so I heard you're uh, putting a par three hole in your backyard. Is that true? Yes. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. It's my backyard's really small, but I'm trying to like work with it and trying to get like the longest hole. I th- it's like 40 yards, but just to work like 40 yards in in. So you're gonna be you, lethal from 40 yards in in pretty soon. I hope so. That's the plan. So you're taking all my money pretty soon. That's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> so who's your golf idol? Like who who do you look up to? Um, I have to say it used to be tiger a lot just like how focused he was why not anymore now it's scotty scotty is the man i I love scotty he's like my favorite guy i don't know he just seems like a wicked nice guy yeah no he's on a heater right now yeah so have you had the chance to watch the full swing docuseries yes i've watched all of them besides the last one i believe which I really, I like it. It was, it was pretty cool. What's your takeaway? What's your favorite episode? Stuff like that. Um, I like the Joel Damon one. He's funny. I he like is. him. Uh, he's just like, I don't know how to explain it. He's just he's very like, down to earth. Yeah. Very, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. He says he sucks and stuff. And he's like, oh, Everybody, I, hopefully can I can qualify that. for this. Yeah. Almost wins it. So... Just the other day, the USGA and RA released rolling the golf ball back. Do you have any takes on that? Um, or thoughts on that? A lot of yeah, pros have come out against I'm, it. I'm not a big fan of it because 
don't know. It'd just be weird. Like, I don't really know too much about it yet, but I don't know. It'd just be weird to have to just change the golf balls. Yeah. For, like, everything. And then, like, you go out, you find golf balls out in the course. Well, I like, think you can't play it more, with it. More an app to, uh, more geared towards the tours. Yeah. Instead of, like, so, like, everyday uh-huh. golfers wouldn't be, but. Yeah. Which kind of makes it weird because yeah. once you get to a certain level, you're going to have to change a golf change ball. It. yeah. Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And these guys are still probably going to find a way around it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. They, have you started thinking about college yet? Oh, uh, yeah. I actually just recently went on a uh, kind of a mini college tour over February vacation. I went down to Rutgers, University of Maryland, and NC State, which is pretty cool. I really like uh, NC State and Maryland. Maryland's campus is really nice. What are you thinking about studying in school? Uh Turf grass management to be like a superintendent of a golf course, <laughs> take care of the greens and stuff. Be pretty cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. Um, but the main goal is to play golf in college. Hopefully, get better over the next couple of years and be able to be on one of those teams. I think you got it. You Maybe can. get a scholarship. That'd be cool. Well, there's Easton. Did you bring Easton in here? See if he doesn't see this. <laughs> so Western Mass at the ranch in Southwick. It's already been talked about on the show. What were your thoughts on the course? How'd you play? Oh, I mean, you obviously I, qualified for states. Mm-hmm. I love that course. It's like probably one of my favorite courses. I don't know. I like how big the fairways are. You kind of spray the ball all over the place. Yeah, that day was definitely a long day. It was just a grind the whole time. Tough course. Yeah. <laughs> so how about states? What you? What course you played in the states? Uh, it was Maplegate Country Club. It was. It's in Bellingham, which it was an okay course. I wasn't really a big fan of it. It was like tight, a lot of trees, a lot of woods. It was like woods both sides, mm-hmm. every single hole. And that that day was a grind too. Talk us through that round. Um, well, we'll start off, I hit my drive, well, I started on the seventh hole, I think, and I hit my drive about 40 yards off the tee, and I'm like, okay, this, this might be bad. Start, oh, yeah. to start the round. Yeah, I bet the kids were looking at me like, what, the, first heck, what the heck is this kid doing? It was like the weirdest thing, because I, I wasn't even nervous or anything, and I just like, topped it. Yeah, I ended up making bogey, I think I shot like... 38 on the f- front and 39 on the back shot 77 it very easily could have been like 74 73 something like that okay so now on to the quick five so staying with the outlaw theme we have five five fun questions for to get to know our guests just a little bit better back in the old west cowboys only loaded their revolvers with five rounds in case of a misfire so with the theme of the outlaws here's the quick five if you could change lives with any one person for a day, who would it be? Um, I would probably have to say Scotty Scheffler. I mean, that guy's on a tear just to see what it's like to any any day in particular. Or just... Um, probably Sunday at the Masters, 
I feel like if I had a lead in the Masters like that, I would probably do the same thing on the 18th green as he did. Little ping pong there. Yeah, just all the way around the hole. <laughs> if you could change one rule in golf, what would it be? Uh, definitely the if your ball's in a divot in the fairway. That's like a terrible rule. The USGA needs to change that yeah, right now. 100%. That's I our mean, second guess complaining about it. <laughs> you hit like a perfect drive into the fairway and you're in a divot. Like yeah. you shouldn't get penalized for somebody being else being in the yeah. fairway. If you had to play one course for the rest of your life, where would it be? Um, I would have to say either TPC Scottsdale or the ranch. I, don't know, I really like TPC Scottsdale. This looks cool. Who's your dream golf foursome? Um, I gotta think about this one. It would probably probably be me, my dad, probably Scotty Scheffler, and probably my grandpa. Be pretty cool. Sounds like a good group. Yeah. And we have the Valspar Championship this weekend. Who's your pick to win? Um, I'm gonna have to say JT. I was I was watching him in a bio today, so yeah, I got yelled at for Not that. Not watching class. Watching golf. During Not paying class. attention in class. Yeah, doing a lab. I was sitting there watching golf. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> JT was looking pretty good. I'm like, he's winning it this week. All right. <laughs> I'll take that bet. <laughs> And that was Tim, TK47 Kaylee, on the Country Cup Outlaw podcast. So, some news for y'all. You can now listen to our show both on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I don't know which one you're listening on right now, but that is available for both. Like always, give us a follow on Instagram at Country Club underscore Outlaw, on YouTube at Country Club Outlaw, on TikTok, Country Club Outlaw 23, and on Twitter at CC Outlaw 23. Stay tuned for our next episode, and have a great day, y'all.